Okay, everybody, Stephen Key, I'm back, and today I have a very, very special guest. Drew, all the way from Chicago, but you're not in Chicago anymore. Where are you? Indiana now, Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. Um, first of all, thank you for coming on InventRight TV. But I saw something really amazing on, I think it was on my LinkedIn. You popped up, and you have a new product that's that's hitting the store shelves. Target, I think it was Target, and we'll... James is going to put some photographs up there now. But it amazed me how fast you did it. Um, and maybe it wasn't that fast, but it appears to be fast. And it's a product that I think is pretty useful because I have dogs. Our dogs come visit me all the time and we go on walks and we, we go places. And you really need to have certain things. So, Drew, thank you very much. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your product. Cool. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, just while I got them in my lap, this is the reason I started the company right here. So this is Mickey right here. Um, and thanks for the intro and the kind words there. Um, so yeah, this one, I mean, this, this, so I've, I've owned, I've been an entrepreneur. I'm 37 years old. I've been an entrepreneur for 10 plus years now, and I've owned three different beverages. One of them was a cocktail mixer. One of them was a liquor. And the one that we were speaking of right before we got on here was the wine spritzer. So I've kind of had my hand in like the beverage space a little bit. And although wagon water is not technically like a beverage, you know, 100% so much in that space, it kind of related to it a little bit. Um, so with those other businesses, I mean, getting into Target um, this early on in any type of journey is, is really just not expected. I didn't expect it at all. I don't think any entrepreneur really expects it day one. Um, we got in there with no sales, nothing. Just no, wait, 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 before you jump too far. You're selling, sure. what are you selling and what's on the shelf? So we have, I started a ready to drink bold water for pets called Wagon Water. So the dog that you just saw right here, his name's Mickey. He, with my other businesses, he travels with me everywhere. We're always on the road. Um, we have our, my, my, uh, my spritzer in like 30 different states. I'm always getting off planes and hotels. I'm in cars, I'm in Ubers. I'm just on the go all the time, and um, I always have to stop. I've had it stop multiple times at either a gas station or a Subway restaurant or somewhere, and I have to buy a bottle of water and ask them for a bowl to pour it in, um, mainly because every dog every dog in America pretty much drinks out of a bowl. So every time <laughs> I have water, I still need a bowl to pour it in. So right. I basically just – once I was traveling a lot, then once the COVID whole, the whole COVID hit, I had a lot of time at home just to kind of – I wasn't traveling as much. And it really, you know, out of all the other products I've ever done before, this one was just relatively no, easy because there's no, no ingredients. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Everybody that's watching that has ideas, they think they have to be complicated. They think they right. have to maybe reinvent the wheel. But you're putting water in a bowl for animals. Right, right. Yeah, it was – I mean, I couldn't believe – and, and I mean, if anyone that has a pet that's watching here, you guys know how many items there are for pets out there. There's there's dogs, shoes, there's uh, toys, there's bones, there's clothes, there's okay. you know, you name it. There's jewelry. There's so many different products for pets that I couldn't believe that. No, I mean, the only thing that pets need to stay alive every day is water. So once <laughs> I had the idea, I kind of had the classic you know entrepreneur moment where you go Google it and you just expect to find you know something out there. Okay. Once I looked online, I'm like, how has no one done like a you know kind of like a bottled water for dogs kind of concept. <clears throat> And um, ever since I, I, I kind of had that moment where I looked it up, I'm like, no one's doing this. It just wouldn't leave me. It wouldn't leave my gut. And I remember it just being there just every day. It would just kind of be in the middle of my gut being like, and then again, once the whole COVID situation hit, I was at home and I had some time by myself and all my other products that I've ever started and almost anyone that is going to start a food or beverage company, 
the first thing you're going to do is try to go to a co-packer to, to make your products. Okay. Um, you know, it's usually for my for my alcohol. I have I have liquor in there. I have a, a juice that we use. I have so this requires equipment stuff. So when I first started the company, I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, I don't have ingredients. I don't have all these other things. I'm like, putting water in a bowl can't be that hard. You know, that's what I'm thinking as the entrepreneur here. I'm like, so I thought it'd be relatively easy to get your first kind of prototype up and, and get it going. So I just, you know, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. And I just started on the journey. I didn't really know much about the packaging of this type of product or. Again, the co-packing was going to be the biggest thing. Like, how do I find someone to make this for me? Um, and that's the first thing I did. I started calling co-packers. And once I called all the co-packers, I'm basically using kind of like a deli style, you now know, wait, bowl. Let's stop up because everybody's sure. always confused. Co-packers. Explain what co-packers are and how do you find them? Um, so co-packer is someone in the food and beverage industry that's usually going to be the one that specializes in making your type of product, meaning... They're already making something in this type of bowl already. And for me, I'm using a 12-ounce deli-style bowl. So the type of co-packers I was going to go find were people that put other type of liquids and different sauces and things in this type of bowl. So I reached out to anyone like the hummus and yogurt companies and people that put other different type of liquids but in this type of style bowl. Okay. And once I reached out to and, – and, and how you find these guys is really just through Google and networking. You know, If you post it on LinkedIn, hey, I'm looking for a co-packer for a liquid – you know, product okay. to put in a bowl. You'll probably get but a few. But you just, for... but Drew, do you just call them up and say, "Hey, I want you to take this bowl, put water in it." Isn't there kind of like a secret here? Or, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just you know, starting anything brand new, I was learning along the way, just kind of the way you're learning through this combo. I mean, I didn't really know either. I'm just, you know, I had to, I had to start knocking on some doors and say, "Hey, okay. here's my idea. Here's what I'm looking to do. I know you guys are putting yogurt in your container. Can you put water in it?" And and once I called five to ten of these guys. Basically, the underlying answer I got was no, and here's why. That, well, they could, but the main reason they couldn't really do it for me, specifically in, my, in more of a larger scale, is because what they're doing is they're not putting a, a thin liquid in their container. They're putting, like again, like hummuses and yogurts and things. So because mine's so thin, it splashes a lot easier when it goes around oh. this big big chain. Okay. Um, so they were basically like, Drew, we would have to slow our machines down so much because it would splash that it would cost you so much money. Okay. It, it wouldn't really be worth your time. So then I just had to backtrack and kind of, you know, find my own equipment. I'm like, well, I'm not going to, and that's when I started thinking, like, I'm not going to pay all this money to try to figure out for someone to put water in a bowl for me. I could figure it out on my own kind of, you know. And then I went down the path of basically seeing how I could now get my own equipment to kind of do it in-house in, in, in my own kind of production scale capacity. So. Wow. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. So when you reach out to those companies, do they sign NDAs at all or do you just we're pretty free and open with your, with your, um, with your concept. Time you sign an NDA when you have something specific to such as a formula or something really unique and, you know, something that you would not want, you know, someone to find anything about, but I'm just putting water in a bowl. So once I ended up not working with these co-packers, I just w was able to go online and find out, you know, right. okay. I basically was like, okay, all I need really to start this company is power and, and, and a filtered water and, and, and to be able to seal a bowl and, and then I can get started. So then I just try to find the most um, cost-effective, okay. you know, first sealing a piece of a sealing equipment that I could put water in a bowl and seal it and start the okay. company and just see if it's viable. Okay. You know? Well, that's going to be great. But what happens when the orders start to really scale up, Drew? What do you do then? <laughs> well, that's actually what exactly happened, and that's what kind of brought me to where I'm at today here in Indiana. So. Um, I did get the first version. I got my first prototypes up. I got my first, you know, I, I ordered my first 10,000 probably bowls to bring in house and I, I made the product, right? I had it all. I got my UPCs and I did all the steps you need to do to, to get your product ready, the first version of it. 
once I had that, I just, I was like, okay, well, I knew, I knew in my head I had some legs just because of, you know, my intuition and some of the things I've been involved in, just my peers and what I see out there. I was like, you know, I know this has some legs because I would use it. And in a lot of time, you know, something as simple as that, like if you would use it multiple times, well, I think chances are some other people might. So the very first call, I just, I, I wasn't in the pet industry before. I had no relationships with any retailers or buyers, but I just looked up Walmart and Target and the big buyers and I started making some phone calls. Um, and the target buyer took, uh, we went back and forth on email for about a week or two. He had some good questions through no, there. Okay, wait, now wait a minute, Drew. Now wait a minute. Because everybody, everybody wants to make this really complicated. And I love how you're just like, I did this, I did this, I did this. Okay. Huh. I'm not in the pen industry. I don't know nothing about putting water in a bowl. But who cares? I still, I still trust in my gut. And I get some, I get the equipment, I order some containers. I'm probably have a little factory going, which you probably do now. Um, but how do I call a buyer from Target? Do I just find that person? Do I type in buyer for Target on LinkedIn and that, that name pops up? Um, I mean, oftentimes these days um, you can find stuff relatively easy on, on and places like LinkedIn and Google and stuff. Okay. And, and that's where I started, you know, okay. and, and I've just... I guess the, I've always been a hustler and a go-getter, so I always kind of, quote-unquote, find a way. Okay. So, you know, the buyer's out there somewhere, and okay. it's just a matter of, like, finding their info. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can run through a lot of closed doors to find info, but eventually, somehow, you're going to find it. And if not, you just keep digging. But So the one part of it is, yeah, finding the right person. Okay, you know, so you found the right person, and you say, hi, my name is Drew, and I want to I wanna do, uh, basically, water bottles for dogs and dogs and cats or whatever. Is that what you pitched it, or how would you pitch it? Well, I, I basically, you know, this, it, it's really essentially, I would compare it to like right now in the pet industry, uh, it's almost if, you know, if, if humans only had water bottles right now and they didn't have bottled water, that's what's going on in the pet industry. There's no convenient way for pets just to peel open okay. and drink out of a bowl. And so really the simplicity of the idea going back to the beginning is really, I mean, you can't take my product and peel this open in front of any dog in America and it won't drink it. Like 10 out of 10 pets will use this. Okay. You can't say that about treats, toys, bones food. Okay. There's a lot of things out there that literally, if a pet's thirsty, they're going to drink this because it comes out of a but, bowl. But Drew, how you pitch it to a buyer? I have water uh, in a bowl? Well, so I told him, I mean, A, I said, hey, you know, I, I kind of, in the same sentiment, I kind of told him the convenience factor of it. I said, okay. I know you sell your bowls there, but again, you, you don't have anything on the go. And the, the thing to buyers right now, I kind of lucked out on the timing of things, really, because the COVID uh, kind of whole situation you know, beforehand, um, dog owners would share different uh, water uh, the, the, uh, at the water park or at the, the dog park. They'd share the water bowl there. They would share their own if they're out and about kind of with each other. So I think just being more uh, cautious about germs and safety, it kind of okay. made sense that now that there's a filtered water ready to drink. So the timing kind of looked out to where the buyer is ready Did to listen. But then okay. it was just honestly, we went back and forth through email for about a week or two. And he had some good questions. Then, then we hopped on a Zoom call on a 30 minute Zoom call. I mean, there wasn't. He basically was, we went back and forth and he asked some basic questions, but he was like, to me, this is a no brainer. He's so you're like, pitching, I'm... no, no, wait a minute. Okay. I want everybody here. You're pitching on Zoom. You're, you're a, with a buyer from Target pitching on Zoom. Did you have a prototype? Do you have a picture? It works like, I mean, how do you pitch this water in a bowl? Right. Yeah, I, I actually, so I, I sent him about a week or two before of my first version of my product. So it was in a bowl. It's not what I use today, but it was the first prototype. It was enough for him to see what it was. I sent him that, and then um, he received it, tried it out. We hopped on the call. Um, sorry, ask that again, the second part of that. 
I'm just curious because you're you you used to be where you'd go to a trade show, maybe a meeting, you you'd oh, yeah, get to yeah. a buyer, but now you're pitching on Zoom, which is kind of the new way to pitch. Yeah, exactly. It was just because it was during the whole COVID thing and this had all started, they weren't really doing the 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 face-to-face meetings anymore. So he hopped on a Zoom call with me and um you know, like I said, right off the bat, he was just very interested in it. He said he thought it made, he's been doing the position at Target for 12 years. So okay. he's been um, he's grown their category. He's their senior pet buyer. So okay. he really knows his his system, but, his products. Um, but how do you the, explain that you're not in the pet industry, but now you're, you're in the pet industry? How did you have to convince him that you could actually deliver it? You know what? That was it. Was funny because the day I had the call again, I didn't. I really, I had no sales or anything going into this call, so I had nothing in me was expecting to really close this deal. I've been in this game long enough. I've had my other products and a lot of retailers. And Target, you usually have to earn your way up there. They don't really risk themselves with someone that has zero sales, zero relationship. It's not like I'm like, you know, Budweiser and I'm introducing like a Bud Light grape or a Bud Light orange, right? I'm like, I'm just a random person with this idea, and I don't have any connections. I don't have any history. I don't have. I don't know anyone. So I went into the call and I had no expectations of I, in my gut. I'm like, I know this thing has legs, but Target's the big dog. You know what I mean? And they don't, you know, they just they don't really risk things. It, it's that guy could lose his job if he brings in someone like me and like I don't perform. Right. Then he took a huge risk. Why did you bring this in? This guy had no sales. Like, what were you doing? So his vision, you know, it matched up what I knew w- w- was possible with the product. There's so many different there, if you go to any 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 freaking store in America, there's so many different foods treats toys there's thousands of brands of all of these the only other the only thing that pets need any day is water uh, you know to drink so seeing that there's no convenient water in a bowl i just i knew there was a massive opportunity i knew i had to be the first to get there i knew i had to have a good name and a good package um, so he trusted you he trusted he me. just he, trusted trust, he had to trust you right yeah and he, he asked i mean he did his he did about two weeks of screening of good questions back and forth that okay. we went through di- good dialogue. Okay. And then once he felt pretty good about some of those answers, he's like, and then we hopped okay. on. He's like, this is a no brainer. Now, Drew, did you show up on the Zoom with the tie in an office that looked like I know what I'm doing? Or did you just show up like you're showing up today? How, how did you present yourself? Exactly. The same way right now. I'm just 100% <laughs> kind of you know, real with them, you know. Right. And that's why I think people lose a lot of time that you think you have to overdo everything and, and, and um and just, you know, tighten everything up and be perfect and things like that. But, um, you know, some, some people just like to be real, just like, you know, have a general conversation. So it's actually helps the cause a lot. Like anytime I am able to get on some sort of zoom call with the buyer, I mean, that's just, it makes it 10 times more easier because you can actually have some real dialogue. It's not just a sell sheet and some, you know, um, so yeah, it was it was exciting and, and it you know it came so fast that I he didn't and when I had the Zoom call, meanwhile he's like, Drew, he goes, I'm gonna ask you this. He's like, I know you're just putting water in a bowl, but can you handle my volume? And that's when he asked me on the call. That's when I almost like lost it, you know, as a, the classic sales guy, when you get the deal and you gotta play the poker face, I'm like sitting there like I'm meanwhile I'm making it in my place, you know, like in a very hands-on way. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, you know, classic Sure. Sales I'm doing I'm it like, by hand in the back room. Yeah, how about so the volume he, that's gotta be a little scary. He's like He's like, Drew, we have, you know, whatever, 1,600 stores. And I'm like interrupting him. I'm like, I'm like, can we do them all? And then he's like, I don't know at all. But he's like, he's like, all right. He's like, well, I, I kind of came to him very late in his process of his planogram and his planning. So he's like, here's what I'm going to do. He's like, I'm going to bring you in. He's like, you know, I'm going to ask you again if you can handle my volume. He's like, some people think they can, but he's like, can you handle my volume? I was like, yes, I will. He's like, all right, well, then what we need to do in the next three weeks? He's like, we only have a little time. He's like, got to work, work on a pack size. So I had to like, I didn't even have my pack size of like six pack, 12 pack. I'd had nothing like that. So I literally had to like sell a deal and then go back here and like kind of like, you know, 
do all that real quick within a week or two. So I got together real quick and got everything and, and it happened so quick. I mean, I was in, okay. you know, right around November and, you know, here we are in January and it just last week it went on 1200 shelves. So, yeah, I mean, I looked at the timing. I went to your LinkedIn page and I looked at the timing that you started this company and it said seven months. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I didn't, you know, again, man, it's, it's, I, I okay. thought, cause my other company's in a very good position, my, my spritz company. And I thought this was going to be kind of a side you know, kind of a side hustle. I knew I was going to sell my other brand. And as an entrepreneur, like you never know, like you can't just like, oh, once I sell this, then just think of an idea, you know, that's going to be good. So like, I couldn't turn down what was in my gut, which was to do this. Okay. And I just knew in me, I could do it the right way. And I, I knew I had a good window to do it. Um, and then, yeah, pulling the trigger on it was definitely, uh, you know, or just having all this happen so quickly was definitely not really expected. But now I've had to like, you know, really navigate it all. I just invested in a big machine now that, that handles my production that, so you have to spend some money, huh, Drew? I mean, you can't just do this on fumes, can you? Especially with Target. Uh, well, I t not really. No, I mean, and I tell everyone that the way I look at it is like it's almost if you know everyone's going to do it differently. You know, it's almost like having a school project where everyone gets the same directions, and every single person there is going to take it and do it a little bit differently, right? Okay. Some people will raise a million dollars and blow it out and try to do all this, and then other people's will. You know, everyone's going to do it a little bit differently, but it does take money for sure. And every company is a little bit different. You know, okay. my specific situation now i had to invest in this machine because it really wasn't making sense for me to make the product um and then put it in a box and ship it to someone else to ship it so then i kind of had to bring everything in house for me to make it the most sense so it. it took some money to invest and do all that process okay. but um yeah it definitely takes some money to get so, off the ground so what's your goal what's the next retailer you're going after um uh, we just got into camping world nationwide um we got a couple others coming on pretty soon that I can't really say the names of, but Camping World has placed their purchase order this week. So okay. it's the product's really good for we're kind of like a, the same buying behavior as humans for bottled water. So like convenience stores, Target has us on an end cap. Um, Camping World's doing displays by the counter, you know, when you're grabbing and going. Okay. So really at the same kind of retail, same retailers and same kind of placements as bottled water. Really convenience is really where we're going to, I think, thrive at this year. But yeah, sure. a few others coming on. Congratulations. What a great story. Fast paced, simple idea. You saw an opportunity, you grabbed it. Thank you very much for sharing that. I appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to come on here and just talk about it briefly. And um, yeah, check it out. Wagon Water. It's at Target. Thank you, my friend. Mm -hmm.